Now the shotgun start in golf is full of mathematics. Um, there's a lot of a lot of setup work that we have to do in order to make a tournament work. So I'm going to demonstrate to you just exactly how we do a shotgun start here. And here we go. All right, all right, all right. Gentlemen, start your Greetings and welcome to a Monday edition of the Shotgun Start. It is March 13th. Andy, how are we doing? Brendan, I'm doing great. It's uh, it's Victory Monday over here. Uh, For the, what? I mean, the Bears moving that number one pick. I'm still buzzing from that news on Friday afternoon. Got just got had some great news come across our desk that uh that our bank you know our bank <laughs> failure that happened on Friday it turned around and it looks like we're we're gonna get of that money. Oh, that wasn't <laughs> enjoyable flying home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, you know <laughs> things have really turned around this weekend. Uh, <laughs> And uh, pre- pretty, uh, pretty happy with the with the state of the world right now compared to where Good. it was on Friday morning. <laughs> look it up. Look, things are looking <laughs> up. Fingers crossed. Um, had a good, a good. A good, if not great, players championship. I wouldn't call it great. Um, I think it's a. It, you can't call it bad, given that the number one player in the world won it. All right, and won it in convincing fashion. I think that's what you want from a golf tournament. You want the players who are playing well. You want the players who are the best over long stretches and Scotty Shufflers to t- demonstrate himself to be that to, you know, rise to your championships of significance. And, uh, you know, that's what happened. I think what what is interesting to me about the players and you can pop me for this take or I don't we can we can fact check it. What seems great about this event right now is that it allows everyone to contend and compete. But it seems like it's crowning the best. Like the best elite guys who are playing the best have won this event for about a decade going back now. So, and it's not removing or eliminating everybody, but in the end, it's delineating, dividing out the best player at a time, often and certainly for that week. And we're not getting fluky winners, but everyone's allowed to compete. And that, I don't know if that's a feature of the championship, mostly probably a feature of the golf course in the field. And so we've had Scheffler, Cam Smith, you know, arguably the player of the year last year, JT, Rory, Webb. This is a decade now. You, uh, people would say Siwoo is the only real like kind of fluky winner. I know you'd probably push back on that because he's maybe your favorite winner of the last decade. Going back to Tiger winning in 2013. But it's just sort of a who's who um, in the game while also allowing, like you said, Honor Bond or a, 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 a David Lingmurth or Kevin Chapel, different players to also contend here. Yeah, fair assessment. I think so. I mean, and I think like one of the things like the telecast talked about how how conservative Minwoo Lee was playing off the tee in in the front nine, and it's like, yeah, he like can't hit driver because he hits it so far, and that's one of the things that it does curb down distance. Like he can't hit a driver on nine, and that's one of the things that it does do is it creates. Uh, a situation where distance is a little de-emphasized. If you're going to hit it far, you have to hit it pretty straight. And there are certain cases, certain holes where you can't hit it that far. So I think that is spot on. But like 
you absolutely need all the skills. And I think like when you look at Scotty Scheffler and what he did this week, he did it with like not great putting. (laughs) That's the crazy thing. I mean, I think he's negative strokes gained putting. He did. And he wins by five. I mean, he would just put on a clinic from T to green. And, you know, I don't think you would say that it necessarily is like a perfect fit for him here. But the thing is, is when you're the best, if, if one of, if not the best player in the world, everywhere is a fit for you. And that's the unique thing of those, like, you know, top three players really in the world that we see Rory, um, Rom and Scotty Scheffler, as you look at their games and you say, wow, they don't have a weakness. And when you don't have a weakness, you can win ever, anywhere and you can win by a lot. Yeah, I, I, I found it to be Saturday felt like the round just sort of, I know those are easier conditions. It felt like the full Scotty Scheffler experience. Now I know he like put the pedal to the metal there at, in the middle of this round where he went birdie, birdie, birdie. Uh, what do you have four in a row coming around Five. At, at 10, 11? Yeah. It was eight, like what, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12. Pretty strong for me. Like Saturday really demonstrated some of like, like when he got in trouble and he tr- tends to avoid the trouble, he tends to avoid getting himself in precarious positions. Um, sort of the full Scotty Shuffler experience. Like there's a strategy. And then when the strategy is like not executed, he has the ability to recover from usually chips around the greens. In this instance, this week, it felt like mostly out of rough or, or you know, missing, missing the spots on approach shots. Um, and like he talked about his strategy all week about I thought nine was like exhibit A of that today. Like, you know, throttle kind of hitting his, you know, lesser club, hitting it to the right side, right? Where where you have less room or you can't hit it as far, I should say. And then, you know, Min Wu, Zinner, I thought you were t- it was amusing. Zinner made it sound like the caddy was playing for him. <laughs> yeah. Right? Like he's like, oh, the caddy's just taking him around right now. As if like that, that's why he was being conservative. And Minwoo doesn't go for it. He's on the left side. And Scheffler just kind of puts it perfectly in front. And there was like never really any doubt that he would just chip it up and, and make a birdie. I think the thing with Scheffler too, like his his shot is going in there. And like him with understanding where he wants to miss shots is like yeah. extremely high. You know, he hits that shot on on nine. And how many players that shots right near the front of the green would be yelling, sit, 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 like in that situation, like, you know, like he wanted that. He wanted that ball just short of the short, right. So he had that chip, long chip up the like, you know, he just like his course management is so good. And this is something that uh, Joseph Labanya has been all over uh, this week is like, if you watch him play, he rarely, rarely takes on the risk right and you saw it down the stretch right with the with the way he played 16 the way he played 17 the way that 18th tee shot he was just blasting it way right like there was there was no there was no way he was going to give away a shot and that's i think like i think when you look at a guy like Scheffler, and then you look at a guy that you kind of were on earlier in the week about about not really being a contender Victor Hovland, like the difference between a really good player and a great player like Scheffler, like 
tee to green, I would say that maybe Victor Hovland's a better player. But Often the, yeah. But the luxury of being able being able to know that you can miss shots in in certain spots is so valuable because he knows he if he misses it, and we saw this play out like if he misses he's going to get up and down a ton and yeah even better than up and down i mean he he hold out two chips like i know that that's number not, two yeah saturday. number two on saturday for eagle and then then on eight like eight was an absolute turning point you yeah. know in this and it so was just like 30, the masters right? like we've yeah. seen him do this regularly and I think that's the big difference between so many of these these up and coming stars and Scotty Scheffler is that like he is truly an elite player through the bag. I I think he's great to watch. I I was it sixteen the one where he kind of cozied down on Saturday. I think was he coming from I, I forget which which hole, but like I watched him up close. He's just as fun to watch as Rory and Rom, in my opinion. Like I called out the pace of play it was bad it, it was bad to watch up close on thursday he he gets over it and he kind of drops off and it was windy windier on, on thursday thursday um the pace of play is, is is can be a little frustrating but i think he's great to watch i tweeted this on saturday and i guess this is like controversial people are like people aren't moved by him in some way he, do, he doesn't do anything for them he doesn't provoke either anger or joy or anything i guess but I think he's awesome. What we're about here is watching the golf in the end. Like nobody loves good content more than I do. But like what we're here for is to see the strategy, see the execution of the strategy and see the shots in flight. And I think he does that so well. I think he can he can work it both ways. Now, he doesn't like to hit a draw with his driver. And most I mean, guys I, don't. I don't think anybody likes know. to hit a draw with a modern driver. Most, that almost anybody. It's the yes, knuckleball yes, fade yes. on like, you know, like that's yes. the only cl- shot you can hit with it. Nobody likes drawing a modern. Driver. I mean, his quote about 18 was illustrative right at the start of the week. He's like, the most challenging for me is 18. I used to hit a fade. If I hit a fade with a driver and I make a miss, I'm going to be dropping like at the front of the tee box. So all I do is hit a three wood and I hit a draw. And today he didn't even need, you know, today he just made sure <laughs> not to it, right? do anything. Because um, he's like, if I hit a bad one on the draw, I can at least drop it up there. Uh, so that's like the kind of thinking that goes through. And, and the execution's right there. I, do you find him boring? Do you find this like to be I, an so issue for I you? think that it's the off the court. It's the personality, the interview, off the course stuff that seeps into the on course stuff that, and I think that's the the case with everybody. Like, you know, if you're, if you're super interesting off the course or have like an interesting aesthetic, like if you, if you dress a certain way, then everybody gloms onto you about being this exciting player. Like, like Ricky Fowler is a perfect example. Like, I don't think Ricky ever was that interesting, but he brought the the interesting aesthetic and background and his swing was unique, you know, and he was this and that's what propelled everybody to saying it, 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 he was this fun guy to watch like Scotty Scheffler. And I thought Garrett Morrison made a, had a great tweet about this. Um, yeah. You know, I think like he's he's 
pretty like I mean, think about what what glommed on what we glommed onto this weekend, like what social media glommed onto as like this like Scotty Scheffler re- revelation was that he doesn't drink coffee during yeah. tournaments like that. Uh, but that's honestly like one of the most interesting things that we've seen from him. And gave us something. Yeah, he gave <laughs> us like some sort of insight, which we usually don't get much of. But Garrett Morrison's tweet was Scheffler's attitude that he can't control everything. An attitude that for him seems to have a religious basis is probably a very healthy and effective way to approach competitive golf. I thought this was like I I, I really agree with this. And I thought this was very illustrative in the um, Netflix show right i'm not a like, big expectations guy he says that in his car we we talked about that in the full swing thoughts yeah and right? like before the round in full swing him and ted are talking about like you know this is out of your control it's in, in you know when you think about like a mindset to play golf and that's a wonderful mindset to everybody wants to get there you know but nobody really can yeah yeah he does seem to have I find him interesting. He's like excellence. That's what we want to watch. I, th- I thought that I thought this was kind of a Tiger-esque playbook, right? You have a lead. You kind of don't make mistakes. You make sh- on a place where there's like a lot of mistakes to be made, even though and Azinger's like trying to will them <laughs> to mistakes, like just trying to make will it into existence so he can have some like affirmation or confirmation of his pressure and the the nerves of, of playing around sawgrass. And I, I thought it was a little Tiger-esque. It's like, I'm just going to turn the screws up a little bit and play, play like, not conservative, but, you know, deliberately away from trouble a lot. And also, by the way, I'm going to put, like, three or four birdies in the middle to turn the screws and just, like, make this boring for everyone, uh, including myself. And, and I don't think that's, like, a bad thing to watch. I will say, I'll add, like, Following that whole group on uh, Thursday, the caddy thing is such a crutch for broadcast. Like, it's such a cliche. They, like, just throw it out there. Like, he's, you know, so-and-so has helped him a lot. Like, that group kind of didn't have the most, like, joyous vibe to it. They didn't play well. They weren't playing well the first, like, six, seven holes. Rom is obviously always a little tense. Roy wasn't doing well. I think, like, Ted Scott, like, I don't want to overplay it because that's a broadcast thing to do. I think he's like made all the world difference. Like Scotty, he keeps, there is like a different, there was a different attitude to them. There was a different lightness to them. And they're just kind of like screwing around. They seem to have similar interests and similar ways of communicating. And I think it's mattered a shit ton. I, I know you're still the golfer and the golfer has to hit the shots, but it seems like he's, really been pretty instrumental in terms of that that sort of expectations i'm not an expectations guy and i really only start thinking about the shot when i'm over it i'm not getting too spooked i do think ted scott matter that jumped i i actively try to avoid putting too much stock in that and that jumped off the page to me walking with them all day thirst i was like wow he like really kind of keeps him sort of loose and in it and they seem to really get along and that probably can't hurt right cannot hurt your your day on the golf course absolutely i mean like i think a good caddy is is uber important especially on on the days that we've seen scheffler like really stri- uh, thrive sundays like when your yeah. mind can be so many so where so so many other places and obsess over the results and everything 
having somebody that can keep you loose and keep you in the mindset that you I, I, I shouldn't say loose, like keep you in the mindset that you as a golfer best, you know, thrive Perform. in, which is so yeah. much different for every type of player. What's working for Scotty isn't going to work for everybody. Like if Bryson tried to play approach golf like Scotty, it wouldn't work, you know, right, but like right. this is the way that like, you know, it's really amazing to see. I think that one of the crazy things is like a guy figuring out exactly how he needs to play this early, right. In his, in his career. And he's an all time. I, I he's approaching like, getting to we need to start talking about like all time stuff with him. I think like he's going to some he's cementing himself as a generational player. Um now obviously a lot can happen, but like you know where I this mean, thing goes, I just don't I don't unlike like and I I don't mean there are like holes in compared to JT, right? Like where's Scheffler's hole? The only way Scheffler like I, I don't want this to be like sound like, but the only way Scheffler slows down is if like he gets in a putting funk, or like the driver yips, right? Which I'd say like what what is the one thing in the last year that gives you any doubt to this sort of like he's heading into all timer status or or like he's a generational player? Like I guess maybe it's that that that. Um, tour championship, right? He wasn't very good. I, I think I don't like know. I'm, there's I not a like, lot. No. At that tour championship, you kind of sat back and were like, "Well, was it just a hot run?" That's what. That's where I yeah. kind of like was like, if there was a question, is like, was this just a hot run? And this run right now is kind of quelling that. Yeah, thought, right, right back in it. Yep. Hey, congrats yep. on the win pick. Uh, the pick. You're, what you're a done, baby. High. Yeah, people give me shit because many years ago I, I picked Jerry Kelly and Martin Laird and others. Jerry Kelly, by the way, he's making some headlines this week. Um, I'm so hot right now on picks. I'm pretty good. I have a real one in Dunn League that I've not, it, you know, that I pay money to that's off the podcast. I went Rom at Riv, Chris Kirk at Hatton, and now I've done Scheffler. I think I might be in first place. I'm very happy. Like every now and then, a blind squirrel finds a nut. I'm very happy about so our gambling cred is going through the roof. Gambling podcast. Yeah, we had well. we had a T six so. with Sungjae and your win. Yeah, that was I mean, a good how one. How about this pick? That was a cr- <laughs> we're picksters. Uh, anything else on Scheffler? I, it was clinical. It was. I thought it was fun to watch. I, I just don't get the backlash to I'm, his. his who are you what? buying? Like, is there? I think you could you could make a comp like Rom Rom versus Scheffler the rest of your their career. Oh, that's. I, I, wouldn't everybody say Rom like a week ago? That's funny. How well, this that's changes. A, I think that's the tough thing. Like, I I don't think I think you still like I think people are going to rush to be like he's by far the best player in the game. I think like you still have to look at Rom, Scheffler, and Rory as the three yeah. that have elevated above. Um, I, What's I think interesting to me, I, is, I wouldn't be. Go ahead. I, I wouldn't really remove Cam Smith from it until we see him like what what he does at majors this year because it's hard. It's again he plays on a context uh, free uh, golf <laughs> exhibition league yeah. right now. Right, right. Uh, I thought it was interesting. Like like Scheffler was the third wheel when I was following them. Right in this quote unquote big three 
And like he felt he played the best on Thursday and he felt like the most likely to emerge as a potential contender. I wouldn't say he seemed like he's playing great that day, but here he is, you know, Sunday night and he's the winner. Um, I think Rom, people are still going to say Rom because there's something a little bit more magnetic. He's obviously has that hot temper. Um, he's built like a brick shit house. Not that Shuffler's small. I, I think people just tend to gravitate more towards Rom. And that's like maybe silly and peripheral at times, but we're kind of splitting hairs at this point, um, which is kind of, it, it's a little nuts to think a year ago about Scheffler. So, all right. Yeah, congrats I, to him. Go ahead. I I don't know if you saw, I just, I just sent you a, a text message I'm looking here at it right now. What, New what, gold the players, boy? what the players did to it, what the PGA tour did to Scotty Scheffler. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> Who asked for this? <laughs> Just so, so they did you know, a Photoshop of audio media. The the player the the PGA Tour turned Scotty Scheffler into Gold Boy on top of the trophy. But it's like a merge, like half horse, half man, the centaur, whatever they call those things. But it's like Gold Boy. It's half Scotty, half Gold Boy. It's a little scary. I don't think anybody asked for this, but I'm sure it costs a lot of money to have done by some graphics person. And uh, I, we're amused by it. I, I wonder if, do you think they buried Gold Boy? They killed him off, put him at the bottom of the moat because they thought it'd be disrespectful to Oscar because it's Oscar Sunday. And they just didn't want to have the kind of internecing Gold Boy conflicts going on. And they just got rid maybe of him. They, maybe they sold him to uh, the Oscars. <laughs> maybe the Oscars saw it and said, we need that for this telecast. Well, Sort of metamates labor trade situation where, where they're like shipping off these digital items for labor. Yeah. All right. Um, I mean, I is Scotty Scheffler. He's got to be the master's favorite no matter what happens, uh, uh, barring him falling downstairs or something. Right. <laughs> sure. I think he's shown that when he's hot, he's he tends to deliver like in the biggest moments, like form is dependable for him. I don't know that it's always been the case for a lot of great players, even when you think they're hot. Um, He felt like a better player for the Sawgrass than even Augusta, in my opinion. Like Sawgrass felt tailor-made for him. And I I know, no pun intended, good pick-me-up for the Stealth boys, getting a little (laughs) Stealth guy to, you know, after a tough week. Was he playing the the That's a separate question. Maybe he's playing like a on the edge hot stealth one. We gotta be on this if we're gonna be a gear podcast. (laughs) Gambling gear, we gotta. We're just got too our fingers in too many things. So, Um, I mean, I think that sometimes, like with this whole Shuffler discourse, is like what gets forgotten is that he almost won the U.S. Open too. That he finished in tie for second at the U.S. Open. Yeah, yeah. We I kind of forgot about it. Literally, like a. A miraculous um, Fitzpatrick second shot away from being in a playoff for the U.S. Open. Right. Yeah, it's impressive. I mean, Southern Hills was his only real bad major so last year. Um, okay, that does it for Scheffler, for Scheffler talk. Congrats to him. We're going to do an ad read. Then we're going to come back with a impressed or underwhelmed segment. We're just going to really say, like, you know, black and white. There's no in-between. We're going to say players, things, aspects, and we're just going to rip through it from the Players' Championship. We'll do an ad read first, though, for Athletic Greens. Hey, AG1, 
I, I hand up. I forgot to bring my travel packs last week. I was very frustrated. Like literally they give them to you. It's so easy. You don't need anything. You just need this little pouch. That's like a millimeter wide and you throw them in your suitcase and you find a cup and you find some water or you, you could, you can find it. You could get a bowl, you get a Mason jar. Like you don't like, this is the beauty of these travel packs, but I forgot them. So as soon as I got back Friday did you, night, did you feel it Were you, you know, did you, do you feel like your gut wasn't, wasn't working? Right I mean, away? that could have been all the nights at Nona blue. I don't know, but yeah, the, <laughs> um, uh, no, it, it was good to get back on the horse. As soon as I got back, I guess Saturday morning was the first one. I uh, cause I like to do the morning. Um, it's a good nutritional foundational drink. I like it because, you know, I would have been come in handy in Florida. I like it because I know I'm at least getting a base there. I don't have to be chasing certain vitamins or nutrients or things that I want to fill, fill my day. And that's what I, the beauty of these travel packs are. And I'm an idiot and I forgot to pack them last week. I think when you sign up, right, you get travel packs. Let me, let me find. Our yeah, you get five of here. them. You get athleticgreens.com slash the fried egg. Uh, you get free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs, which I think are critical as sort of the summer and spring travel seasons approach. Um, are you still on this? You, you oh kicking? yeah, I yeah. had a I had a day trip last week and uh, or not a day, I, a quick night over, and I took the travel pack. The travel packs are amazing because you just throw. I like just toss them in my dop kit. Yeah, you, you know? can fit them in there. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. and they just. Uh, I I stay on my routine. I wish I could five. stay on other routines as easily as I stay on AG1. Seriously. So it supports the immune system. It's a foundational nutrition drink. Um, so head to uh, athleticgreens.com slash the fried egg again, and you get that vitamin D and five free travel packs. Thanks to them for their support of this podcast. All right, we've done Scheffler. I think a great and fitting winner for the Players' Championship. Let's do Impressed. All right. Do something impressed. that impressed you. Good. You could, it can be any kind of positive plaudit. Impressed. Tom Hoagie, my guy. What a weekend for the Hoagie heads. This was, uh, he is an elite player. I, he's a force to be reckoned with. And I hope right. everybody realizes, I, wanna... I hope everybody realizes right now that, that he is going to break one of the longest droughts, uh, unneeded droughts in golf. And that What's is that. TCU Horn Frogs on the Ryder Cup team. It hasn't been one since the great 06 team with JJ Hunter. Whatever it was. Oh, God. Hoagie sets the course record at TPC Sawgrass, backs it up with a, a good round today, shoots 200, T third. The guy is a machine. He's a force. I, I got to check and see what Nosferatu says, where he's going in the world rankings. But this guy, I mean, Elite feels like a strong word. I don't want to get into these Joe Flacco what he's, the word elite debates or connotes. Uh, he's but. like the second second in strokes gain approach. He is great. great. Like ball player, he should absolutely be on the Ryder Cup team. He would be an amazing foursomes guy out there. Hoagie's twenty four. I'm twenty four in the world rankings. All right, I'm convinced. I could, plus, the speed knows you never want to get down against you know in these pressure moments. You never want to get go up against a guy like Hogan. All right, because of his. Let's see. Here craps. are the guy. Here are the Americans yeah. ahead of him. Let's count them off: Scheffler, Cantlay, Xander, Homa, Zalatoris, JT. What is that? That's six. This is OWGR. Morikawa. Yeah, OWGR. Morikawa, yeah. Finau, Burns, Spieth, Cam Young. 
That's like 12, uh, I think. What? That's 11. Kurt Kitayama and Keegan Bradley and Billy Ho are ahead of them still in the world rankings. We got a little bit of a a hill to climb, but I'm confident (laughs) Hoagie is rounding into form and will be. I think the only way he's off is if if they if they say it's political. It, it's a political it's a thing. Politi- yeah, they want to get political. He's not going to be on Netflix or anything like that, probably Hoagie. But yeah, you've sold me. Given what went down at the Golf National, we need a Tom Hoagie on our team. We need a Tom Hoagie on the boat going over over Here, to Italy. Tom Tom Hoagie might be rich man's Kevin Kisner. <laughs> Well, I mean, he's okay. just just starting to pop. That's the thing that's exciting about Hoagie. I feel like there's only only way to Can't go is up here. Who Doing impressed a lot you? Of Tom. Oh, Jerry Kelly. We don't need oh, to spend God. more than two minutes on him. But why are you why are you shaking your head? You made the cut. Oh, good you job. Played you well. made the cut. Why is it a bad story? Why are you mad about this? I'm not mad you don't about it. We don't even need to talk about it. I think well, I just made impressed. a cut. I was a <laughs> we're glorifying just making the cut. No, I'm not. I'm saying he stood out as a top, you know, sixty player this week in a field of one forty five or whatever it was. Um, Hovland impressed me. Good for Victor Hovland. Oh. I thought he's not played particularly well. His his scripting was a disaster, catastrophe. Jay Lindenberg, there. I don't know what they're trying to do to him with the green. He had a quote afterwards. He's like. You know, they just put me in whatever. I don't I don't have any say, but I did finally push back today because I'm supposed to be in all green pants and the green shirt again. I said, I'm not doing that. <laughs> but he looked almost worse with like a like a dark khaki number. Um, the scripting's he's they got to get him out. His agent's got to get him out of that 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 clothing deal ASAP. Um, but I was impressed. Good. Good week from him. Right? 10 under. Yeah. We need to see him keep playing well at big events, at elite events, top fields. And uh looked like he was kind of tailing off and then came back pretty strong on the weekend. Somebody else that impressed you. Justin Suh. He's on a, on a little That's run a here. Obviously, Corn Ferry Tour Player of the Year. He was a uh, a part of the the big, you know, four of Morikawa, Wolf, uh, Hovland, and uh, yep. him. When he yep. turned pro, sometimes things take a little bit of time, but here we are. We're on a run. Went T5 at Honda, T24 at uh, API, and uh, now T6 this week. Really cool to see him playing well. And I'm sure, like, I, 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 I don't, who knows what's going to happen with, uh, with the, the 54 league, but, uh, yeah. Who do you feel better about the next 10 years, him or Matt Wolf right now? Uh, I mean, even if there was no 54 league, I don't know. Wolf seems so up and down and a lot of down, right? He also sounds like there's a lot, like grumpy a lot. Like he's been pretty grumpy down, you know, on the live tour. Although a lot of guys sound grumpy. A lot of guys sound like they're. Not super thrilled. Not not what they signed up for it right now. But we'll see what happens at uh. What do they have? Tucson, Tucson this week. I think a lot of people are going to skip out on watching Arizona play in the NCAA tournament to go watch live the Crushers versus the Niblicks. I don't know. I was watching Arizona basketball last night, and 
That I team's like the least night. fun team to watch in college basketball. Was that the one that started on like four two for like ten minutes? Wasn't it? Yeah. Congrats on the Pac-12 title. I'm selling Arizona going into this NCAA tournament. Okay. Um, all right. What else? Another good one. Garrett Kigo's caddy impressed me with the overclubs. Incredible <laughs> overclubs. Like not even close. Had to be deliberate. We're not talking about too hot, too much juice. We're talking about full-blown, like, Extra 10, 15 yards. I think he was a I love a good overclub challenge. And that guy took the mantle. He goes caddy with the, the one on 17. That just went 10 yards. I mean, it's not a back bend. It's it's not a, you know, it's middle-ish. But to fly the back of the green by 10 yards is unbelievable. Uh, he was great. And, and the announcer's just incredulous that I've never even seen a guy back on 16 on the walkway. So... Uh, who else? Anybody impressed? I'm impressed. Yeah. I'm impressed that uh, that Jordan Spieth had had the moral compass oh, to continue God. playing after such a scummy thing happened. Getting a, the shot off. Doesn't the sound knee. like you're impressed. I just can't. This is the phoniest T19 in the history of golf. Oh my God! Why? He hit the guy's knee. He was going to miss the cut, and then he had chips in for an eagle. Well, that he had to chip in. He chipped in. That wasn't just a, somebody else doing it for him. The ball, he should have been dropping three. <laughs> they were talking about the spin rates on that thing. They said they've never seen the spin rates jumping like the sideways uh, action on the ball. Yeah, like, I, I've never seen with, that like that. I'm, I'm impressed with that guy's D to be able to <laughs> propel a ball so far. A lot of social content around that too. A lot of that was that's quick catnip. Um, impressed with, all right, the money, the money at this event. I'm not saying it's the most important thing. It makes it so- slightly interesting towards the end when these guys are dumping balls in the water, and there's a little context for how much that costs. So I do think the gigantic nature of this purse. Makes it extra amusing towards the end. NLU was tweeting about it, like so and so. Maybe Taylor Montgomery yeah. went from like seven figures to like four or five or something like five figures, I guess, um, within like thirty minutes of the last two holes. So not the biggest deal, but it is fun for adding side stories and sidebars there at the end on uh, who's making an extra money, a ton of extra money, and, and who's losing it quickly with some water balls. Um, what else? We already talked about Ted Scott. I had Hoagie in here. The scripting. Who had the worst shirt? Hovland or Hatton? How bad was Hatton's shirt today? What about that little what about Adidas thing? on Saturday? The Technicolor. <laughs> I saw Neil Schuster called it the Technicolor dream coat. What are they doing to him? What are they doing? He's always they always dress him like a little boy. And I know Under Armour as a dad here. It's like the province of like suburban you know kids. It's like that they. <laughs> crushing it out there on the youth suburbs and they're making him look like a little boy playing junior golf in some of these you know shirts the, these unnecessary stripes and color changes but yeah had shirt th- was a disaster today no one's you- wearing that anywhere besides <laughs> on a pro course when they tell you to do you think uh do you think spieth would play better with better clothes do you think he'd have more <laughs> no. self-confidence no i'm not going down that road no 
let's let's not be ridiculous here. I think he plays just fine with or without whatever clothes they tell him. I'm actually super impressed with Max Hoba. I I think he obviously gets plenty of praise in the uh in the golfing community. But like to seemingly just put together a T6 when you didn't really have your best stuff. I'm just uh I I can't I think that I think his popularity in a way uh, and on social media undersells how incredible the player transformation mm-hmm. has been from even even before like even after the struggles and getting back on tour to being like in a middle of the road PGA tour player and now like I I I I I know it jokes I jokes a little bit about Hoagie, but like Max Homa is like Elite. like souped up Hoagie, <laughs> yes. like having this like have flourishing at age thirty two or I think he's about I think he's thirty two, flourishing at age thirty two in the era of like speed and and you know young stars, uber impressive and like. You like look at the world rankings. I can't believe that he's seventh in the world, and it seems like it's it might just keep going up, which is crazy. Yeah, uh, impressed by Hatton. We don't need to get into it too much. Like obviously, he came in in what twenty nine. That shot in eighteen was super fun to watch. Then he made the putt. Like when he, I love that. It's like one of his favorite courses. But he hates Augusta, hates you know Southern Hills, hates a bunch of others. That, but like loves TPC Sawgrass, which would you'd think and Bay Hill, apparently, you know, based on his, his record there, uh, you'd think like that would be one that might drive him a little nuts, but he was fun to watch impressed by him. Certainly the finish. One um, last one. The 17th yeah. hole is so awesome because like even today, any other, any other tournament, this thing's yeah. over. Yep. And like today, to, at this place, like you have to watch till seventeen. No matter, like Scotty Scheffler could be have a eight shot or ten shot lead, and you have right. to watch because, like that's that, that's cool. Yep. It's really cool. It's, it's good, and the like the wind kind of came up for the last you know hour or so of tea times. Um, I guess Midwilly deserves a you know shout out. Yeah, I think so. I mean. I've known I known about Midwilly. I'll never forget. I I watched him just like absolutely dismantle Nick Hardy at the Western Junior or Western Am years ago. It was like six years ago, and like Hardy was you know all American golfer, obviously playing in his backyard and had played really well. Gets in the round of sixteen, and it was like uh, I was like, who's this Midwilly? And I saw him hit one shot, and I was like, holy shit, this guy. <laughs> Is good. Like I mean, he, you know, same same swing and same power, like effortless power. Yeah. Um, yeah. and he, Speed. I think he beat him like seven and six that day, and it was just like whole. Like I, I walked away like my god, this guy has some talent, and it, it was cool to see. You know, I think like like sleepy top fifty player that not you know obviously people that are diehards knew about, but had never really seen on, on a big stage and obviously a tough Sunday, but like I, you know, there needs to be more pathways for a guy like him to play in big events, you know, and obviously 
he, it seems like now he's going to get into him now that he's a top 50 player in the world. But, yeah. you know, it's it's only going to get harder and harder for other pathways, like him coming, getting to top 50 in the European tour uh, by way of the European tour. That's going to become a more and more difficult path with the new world rankings and really the relegated status of that tour. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I think that does it for impress- I would also say, do you think Scheffler had his best stuff? He had the lefts. He had the hooks a little bit to start the first four or five holes. I think I mean, that's what also impressed me today is like he he kind of, I wouldn't say it was tour championship level with the driver, but he was inaccurate to start. So he was, he was 48th in the field in putting for the week. Wow. And he won by five shots. That's crazy. That's wild. Okay. Underwhelmed or disappointed or whatever negative connotation you want to throw at somebody. Uh, Tommy Fleetwood, I'll put out there first, like right away, he missed a shorty and it's just like, he doesn't win and he doesn't decide from that Shinnecock final round. Um, he's not really been too much of a I mean, horse on Sundays. Is is the Shinnecock final round like the most Rick. like he came from so far hours back? Ahead. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like a whole like I, he is the quintessential European Ricky Fowler. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That uh, Yeah. What did he shoot today? He shot 76. Uh, I just like what did, he missed I, one on two. He made a bogey on the par five and immediately I was like, that's Tommy. I felt bad. He seems like a great dude with a ton of good insight, but he doesn't show up all the time. on Sunday. He, you got to be you got to be able to like put the ball to some like at some reliable level to win a lot. And that's why Tommy Fleetwood hasn't won a lot in his career. Yeah. Uh, you know, underwhelmed. Uh, I think as much as you call out the 17th being great, I think they overdo it on the 17th hole coverage oh, early yeah. in the, like, like we just watched, like, so they go to Gary Woodland, who's like four hours ahead of the leaders and he's on the other side of the green. It's like a 60 foot putt. He's like, oh, he must've made it. But no, it's just like lagged it down there and like two putts. It's like, we don't need to show everyone on 17. I don't know why what they if, do that. So I must be some studies that say people are into that coverage. I, I, I think know. people are super into it. And my question would be like, I have no clue what was on golf channel while this was on TV. I have no clue. Why, Probably. why wouldn't you put a 17th hole stream where you watch golf channel running concurrently? I mean, they're owned by the same company running concurrently yeah. with the NBC telecast has a, 17th hole you can watch every hole shot on 17 stream yeah wouldn't that make the telecast into the yeah overall production though the broadcast i don't know why they want rather it integrated into that they did that years ago with like the honda and other florida swing events where they do like featured holes more or less or on a golf channel that was probably like eight years ago um what else underwhelmed or or disappointed you this week Um, anyone yeah, I guess uh, I would say, I mean, Rory, disappointing. Yeah, I have him on here. Rory I, I and Rom. The well, stomach. Rom's Rom, uh, food choice on Thursday. Obviously. And then Rory I mean, just didn't is, play very well. 
Get the stomach bug in the middle of a critical work week. I told me this, I, I tweeted, like, this is real perspective of parenthood. Like, I, I understand, you know, we like to talk about how it frees your mind or recenters you. But this is what it's really like to be a parent now, having a WD with the stomach bug. Uh, Rory, I didn't realize his record was so, like, up and down here. Obviously, as the win, content, contention, but he's also missed a fair amount of cuts. And that's that love-hate relationship he's talked about, I think, with Pete Dye. Pete Dye courses. So, um, kind of a, it is full-on here at this venue. Um, you know what I, do you think you know he's falling behind at all, this no. Rob Scheffler thing? I think Too that golf, golf's just flow, man. It's, it's, you know, you go through eight weeks where you can't miss uh, at this level. For, for regular golfers, it's like, You'll go through two weeks where you don't think you're ever going to lose it. You know, like yeah. you hit every shot. It's like, oh, this is, and then the, then you have four weeks where you're you can't you don't think you'll ever have it. And I think with with the best, the very best pros, what we've seen, like Tiger is the exception who had it all the time. It's like these kind of like eight week swings right at the top. Yep. And it's it's think about we talk about Jason Day still because he he did it for 18 months. Right. And that was like, yeah. Whoa, yeah. like, you know, so it's like, you know, eight weeks is a long time of dominance in, in the game of golf where you're, where you're in every tournament seemingly. And I think this is just one of those lulls. Like if he plays well, one of the weeks heading into Augusta, I, you know, it's hard to put him more than third in favorites there. Right. Yeah. Like right. I just, I, we're, it, we're so, and he hasn't been putting well. I saw some putting stats like where he's like way, way, way worse than uh tour average and like 15 footers made or something like that. Like he did uh, add one more comment when he got cut officially on Saturday about he wishes he could use his old driver. Mm-hmm. Um, so that seems to be a thing that's that was a bothersome this week. And you would think would be sorted out by Augusta. That's that's a good thing to have, you know, some time to do that. Can so, I? Um, so something that's disappointing is is the the every shot jettisoned. It's on ESPN Plus. You can watch every shot. I think you can watch every group. Yeah, there's a group stream. But can it's you go very, back through. It's not promoted. It's not like called out. It's not like you don't know it's there. Really, they stopped talking about it in a way that I don't know why they stopped talking about it because it's. It's not the rights partner, you know, that is on TV. So you won't see Golf Channel talking about how you can watch every shot live. It's like this ESPN Plus silo. But I think it is on ESPN Plus. I was I was watching a little bit of that. It's just a group. Each group has their own stream. All right. I'm going to have um, to dig into that because uh, what I'm discovering if, here, looking through some numbers. Yeah. Will Zalatoris lost almost seven shots on the green. So wondering what that was about. Is that something Seems we like need to monitor? Probably didn't putt really well. So interesting. So look, JT JT lost uh, lost almost five, just at five. I think Gary, we're overrated. Gary. I think we're I think we're overdoing it on strokes gained. Not to suggest I haven't figured out or Mark Brotler, this is like a bad stat. I just think sometimes we're holding these too religiously. Um, in too high esteem. Like I watched Taylor, Mon- I think it was Montgomery make like a 70 footer today. And I was like, well, that'll be big for a strokes gain. 
But like, does that necessarily reflect the fact that he putted well or not just based off that one? He, he finished second in strokes game putting for the week. He's a good putter. I'm sure that was also a big part of it when he bombed in that one. So do you think I, the bots? Do you think you're saying this because the bots just Monty putts how do you well? Think, do you think the tour? What do you think the tour feels like about their bot with Chat GPT coming out? I don't know. They're a little concerned about it. There's bot <laughs> warfare. Maybe they've got to bring Gold Boy out from the bottom of the lake to help with the bot warfare. Um, yeah, I was I was asking Spartan about that. I was like, how, "Where's the bot in the media center? Just cranking out the articles, <laughs> churning away." Do you have anything uh, to say? Uh, <laughs> no, he just laughed and kept walking. It's a stressful week for Smarten, you know, churning out content for their Super Bowl. Um, who else underwhelmed you? Morikawa? Where where are you with Colin Morikawa right now? I thought, you know, he just faded pretty quickly. After Not not fade. Fade's probably too negative a word. But he after that big debut first round, he just sort of stalled out. Uh, I like, you know, I don't want to be a stat boy here. I don't want to be a data boy here, but I, yeah. I really like that in the in the deepest field in golf, he led the field in strokes gained approach for his long term. Like, I mean, I think when. OK. You, we usually see him putt well when he wins. He didn't putt well. Right. Yeah. OK. And I think okay. that's the thing is like he's not a great putter. So he's, you know, that that will be what we talked about with Fleetwood to, uh, you know, but Fleetwood's not the ball striker that that uh Morikawa is like is is i think the question for morikawa is he a, is long term is he going to be a prolific winner in the state of like a rory or a you know in the modern wow. era prolific winner is like rory right is he that yeah. type of winner or is he more of like an adam scott sergio type winner where they're in contention a ton every week like all the time but they only grab a title every once in a while. Like what type, or is he somewhere in between? Interesting. Good, good problem to have. You know, it's not a bad, bad future either. Um, I got to say, I'm disappointed that gold boy wasn't a part of the telecast. He would have slotted in perfectly on Sunday afternoon when it was slow. Yeah. Or it was a blowout. Yeah. They could add some fun with gold. Boy. Not in a million years was the quote. Never coming back. Uh, the DMCA gate, Keith Mitchell. Oh, God. A lot of Sturman drawn about that. Uh, I just like, it was a celebrated clip, and I don't know who did. It was did, getting uh, passed around non-golf groups. I was getting it on text chains that weren't about golf. Yeah. So I think it was Casey Bannon had yeah, it and Casey. tweeted it, and... Uh, probably from like maybe the every shot live type thing. I don't know. It was out there, but it wasn't official PGA tour channels. And it was instantly very popular and amusing and celebrated and joyous. And I don't know why we took it down. I think the tour is hustling backwards on a lot of this stuff. And then good on Keith Mitchell who reshared it or resurfaced the file and kind of poking fun at himself. And put I, it on great... to, and put it on top of the original tweeters. Yeah, tweet, yeah, yeah, which yeah. was, you know, I think like classy, I, huh? Yeah, I think the thing. It's just the tour. Just every every it. other sports league is doing the complete opposite, and every other sports league is getting more and more popular. 
But like, and my whole thing is like, where's the line? Like, there's so many little accounts that get away with it, sharing it. And this one, you know, just got popped because it got real popular. Like, like, is sharing screenshots of like Tourcast like is that like are they going to start? What like where's the line? It's just weird to. I get it if some guy looks like a total. I I don't know. It's really bad look, and his agent calls. I I don't get it, but I get the motivation for them. I just think it's a slippery slope, and it's not. It's, it's hustling backwards. It's well, the opposite of I, growing what the I, game, growing your product. What I would say is like. What what are the resources being put towards this by the tour in terms yeah, of people? And yeah. why is this even necessary? Like people are promoting your product online. Would a guy like chucks a club in the in the water or like you should share that stuff. It's like a guy throwing the iPad on the NFL sideline or I you mean, know, like I don't know why you would just try to snuff all this out. Silly. The, the end of the Mitchell video. <laughs> He goes, did it cover? Cover. It did not. <laughs> Unbelievable. My favorite thing is the the horn, like obviously, like the horns splash. There's a lot going on there. The, the caddy's backpedaling into the frame. It's good. Uh, so DMCA, a big underwhelm. Uh, not a fan of that. Hey, questions? I mean, Do you have any others you want to list it, off? Are you good? I would I would say that like the the job of the guy that's DMCAing all this has got to be like one of the most thankless like worst yeah, jobs like <laughs> that's like the guy that tells the kid that they're too short to ride on a amusement park ride. <laughs> oh, <come on. laughs> that, literally, like the ch- the the profession, no, the job no that fun. they are they yeah. they have. Oh, God, that's good. That's a good analogy, Andy. I like you pulling that one out. Uh, I saw this brought up on Twitter, which is not necessarily good, you know, great incubator of ideas or questions. Uh, you know, that's doesn't grant it validity in any way. But I did see it mentioned a couple of times. Do you think the live guys were missed? Few people said that this felt like an event where like they really could have been used. And I'm not saying Why? in their current state, you know, they're like villains. Do you, um, do you think that any of them were going to come close to challenging no, Scott? Cam, no. maybe. DJ, Cam, I don't know. Yeah. There was one guy in the media center kept asking all the players, like, do we miss these? He's like a local news guy. Not to bash local news. But he had this preface. He would talk about it for like two minutes and then ask the questions. About, Are these, do we need wrestling heels? And this was after taking like a minute of time to explain his theory. And like Scotty Scheffler or Roy be like, no, we're good. And that's the end of the question. The guy talked for a minute. I just saw it mentioned a few times. The games were interesting if there are a-holes, right? Or there's yeah. villains. So, but I, I didn't notice that they were missing this week. All right. I think that Man. does it. Illini, 130 PT against Arkansas. 130 tip. Pacific time. Yeah, nobody one thirty Pacific, Pacific time. Uh, great, great time uh, window for me personally. That is good. That is good for you. Hey, my kid is like set my auto brackets. Email up. I'm like falling back in love with college basketball via my your kid. kid. Like this is my favorite sport. Obviously, growing up, like I used to chart all the like draw hand draw all the brackets. Haven't paid attention that much in like a decade. Now my like ten year olds getting into it. It's kind Should of get in my really Survivor League. I'm in a Survivor League. That's the most fun one. I think. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, it, it's, it's fun cool. if you make it far. It's not fun when you get eliminated. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. I can imagine. <laughs> so uh, like, oh. All right. I think that does it for this Monday episode of the fifth major, the gold standard. It was a good week, I thought. A good championship, good winner, good, moderately good week for the PGA Tour. I'll say this. I didn't like some of the things I was reading in that Alan Shipnuck Q&A with the tournament director. Tour needs to get his shit together. The players have taken you far. Like the tour, not to praise them all for a good week. They need to, if they're not, you know, that 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 Q&A, that tournament director was going off saying like there's no communication. They're not responding. We don't know the plan. We don't know what to tell our title sponsors. Um, there's a lot of smart people there. And if that's like the case, maybe it's not. You don't believe everything you read. Um, they need to get on their horse and not do their part. I think Tiger, Rory's the stars have sort of helped formulate this new idea. And like the bureaucracy really needs to make it work with certain those that's the sponsors and communication. And if that's the case, that that wasn't really an encouraging read because this is their job and they got to get on it. But otherwise, great week from the PGA Tour. Good championship. Congrats to all. Uh, congrats to Scotty Scheffler. Anything else? We sign off here. That's it. I guess sign off now. I know that. Good luck to your Illinois, Eli and I on uh is it Friday yeah. or Thursday? Oh, let me I think it's Thursday. Okay. Thursday. Thursday, one thirty. What's BC is BC in? Shut up. Shut up. Get out of here. We'll be back one year. We started a we had a pretty good year this year by our standards. God, it's it's been dark since I left school there, really. Been real dark days for BC Hoops. All right, everyone, enjoy your Mondays. We'll be back with you on Wednesday to talk, I don't know, Valspar and any other miscellaneous Tuxin. things in the golf world. Tuxin. Yeah, live Tuxin. Talk to you then. <laughs>